Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome here, everybody. We have a special guest with us today. We are talking all about Redeeming Love, the book and the movie that has become extremely controversial. It's become a very hot topic within the past two or three weeks um, in our household and people just asking us. We've had some friends and just other people who are like, should Christians really be reading and watching this specific book and movie? We're going to bring in a lot of other things because I don't feel like it's just this book or this yeah. movie. I feel like this particular book and movie really brings about a great conversation that Christians should be having, mm-hmm. especially in the American church and just kind of looking at what are we going to really believe? What are our standards going to be mm-hmm. when it comes to specifically romance and movies and entertainment and all of those things that are daily struggles for a lot of people? And so we're going to be talking all about that, but we have mom with us today, Michelle. She is joining us for our discussion. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. And we're really excited to have her with us today. So let's start off with just kind of talking about how popular this has become and how quickly it has become so very popular in Christian realms and amongst a lot of Christian circles are talking about it and discussing this. Why do you guys think it's so popular and why did it become like that so quick? I think we have so few uh, Christian movies and we have more Christian books that mm-hmm. we can read, but but so few Christian movies that when something comes out, I think all of us just <laughs> flock to the movie yeah. theaters wanting to support it. Right. But this is a good example of needing to do your homework before you mm-hmm. do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I almost think that it's kind of sad that we have to say that about Christian movies because you'd think that you could go right to the movie theater watch a really great Christian movie with lots of good Christian values that you could take your family to go see or different things like that. But unfortunately, this definitely is not a movie you should go take your family to see. And also, we forgot to mention this, but listener discretion is advised for this episode. If you've heard anything about Redeeming Love, then you probably get the gist of what the book and the movie are about. We're not going to be super duper explicit in this episode or anything, but we do want you to know if you have small children listening or, you know, you're listening to this with your family, this is kind of a sensitive topic, a more mature topic. Just wanted to put that out there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's all going to point back to Christ. We want to make that clear. We're not just going to, you know, gossip about Mm -hmm. a movie or anything, but just wanted to put that out there for those of you who may be listening with your kids. Anyway, I do think that it is sad, though, that we have to say things like, you know, do your research before you go see Christian movies. But unfortunately, that is our reality these Mm -hmm. days because of movies such as Redeeming Love that have a lot of stuff in it that are not pleasing to the Lord or edifying for Christians. Mm -hmm. And I have to wonder at this point, is it really even promoted as a Christian movie? I'm Mm -hmm. not sure that that's even the case. I think people who are familiar with the book that Mm -hmm. was written many years ago by Francine Rivers assume that because it's based on that book, that this is also a Christian form of entertainment Mm -hmm. and it's not. 
mm-hmm. which is a really key deal to all entertainment for the Christian life. We don't just flock to go see things. Like, you don't do that. Um, that is called, <laughs> you're just rushing into things that you haven't done your research on and that you haven't looked up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times when we just flock and go see things, even if you think, hey, I'm going to read a review on this real quick or whatever, it's not going to be honest because it's just come out. There's a lot of hype about it. And so when we get excited about these things, we just go see it. Like we were talking about this earlier, we haven't read the book or seen the movie on purpose because right. we don't want to um, mm-hmm. because we have done our research. That is just our opinion. If you have seen it, if you have read the book, we're not here to bash you about that. That's not our point in this episode. But what we do want to question is why do Christians think that these romantic things are okay. That's Mm -hmm. specifically, I think, what we want to talk about. The labeling of entertainment and movies and things being Christian when they are entirely not Christian. And we should be very careful about those things Mm -hmm. and discerning. And we were talking about that before we even hit record on this episode, that whenever we saw the picture (laughs) of the movie, whenever you read the title even, not so much the title, but for me, I read the title and my first thought is, okay, it's a romantic movie, a romantic book. And your first thought as a Christian, I would hope would be, is there any questionable content in that? Is there anything that I wouldn't want to see? And and you're trying to guard your heart and mind against those things that yeah. the enemy would use to mm-hmm. distract you from Christ, distract you from a pure and holy relationship one day. Or if you have a marriage, if you're in a marriage, then you know, you want to keep that pure and holy and you want to keep yourself pure and holy in that way for the Lord because we're trying to please him. And so hopefully that's something that we're questioning and really putting the effort into Mm -hmm. doing because that's, I think, a lot of Christians' problem today Mm -hmm. is that they don't want to work (laughs) to do the research, to look up things as we've seen with the vaccine, as we've seen with masks and all that stuff. Same in these circles as well with movies and entertainment. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we have become so desensitized Mm -hmm. to sin that very little shocks us anymore. Um, We've Mm -hmm. had some folks who have actually gone to see the movie said, oh, you know, we love the movie. And then as we kind of had a check in our spirit about it, like Lily said, I was pretty blasé about it Mm -hmm. Uh, for a couple of weeks. I thought, well, that's not something that I'm interested in going to see. But I didn't really realize the extent of the content and and those kind of things until probably just about this past week. We started really digging into it. But the guiding principle, I think, needs to be what Scripture tells us in Philippians 4 where it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And that should be our guide to choosing Mm -hmm. what we read, what we watch, what we listen to, just all of the things that we consume on a day-to-day basis needs to be held up to these standards. And we need to, to really question things based on that. Absolutely. So if you're wondering what the book was based upon, it was based upon the, the story of Hosea and how he took his wife back over 
and over again, even uh-huh. when she didn't deserve it. So that is what the book is about. But then, and we'll which, talk about this. Yes, go ahead. Which symbolized the Lord taking the right. Israelites yeah. back mm-hmm. over and over again after they turned their backs on him. Right. Mm-hmm. And he would still redeem them. Yeah. And so I think that, and we'll talk about this, they've really gone too far in the movie as far as some different scenes go. And so I think that's just one of the things that we want to point out is that the story of Hosea is the story of God redeeming his people and he's teaching Hosea what he's feeling. You know, Mm Hosea is feeling what God's feeling with his wife. And so he's experiencing this whole deal with Gomer and how she's just, you know, going back and going back again and again. And he takes her back, buys her back and loves her. And yet God is doing the same thing with his people, which is what he's calling Hosea to tell his people. Yeah. So it's a beautiful love story. But in the book, they take it too far in a lot of scenes and glamorize kind of the more sexual things than making it about God's love for his people and then Hosea's love for Gomer. And then in the movie, I think they go even farther. After you do some research, it is extremely evident. Like, they don't hide it. It's not Mm -hmm. anything, you know, you go into it if you've researched it knowing these things. And one of the resources that we actually use to look at movies and try to be discerning about those things is plugged in. And we would recommend uh, reading their review on this movie. I think Mm -hmm. that any kind of movie that we've ever kind of questioned, we've looked at their resources and just their opinion about all the different things in movies and it has been extremely helpful. So Mm -hmm. do your research in that aspect. We just wanted to offer that because that's a very practical resource for a lot of people if they don't know where to go or where to research and you know often a simple Google search on the movie Mm -hmm. is probably going to be like oh my goodness you should see this movie Mm -hmm. today when you really shouldn't. So Mm -hmm. and I did want to mention like I know that many of you are probably avid readers. Mom and I are both very into reading, so is Lily. And I think we can all agree that if there are certain romantic scenes in books or, you know, different things that we read, I think that our imagination brings up things that we view as acceptable. So, if you're a Christian, you know that a lot of sex scenes that we see in movies and stuff are not acceptable. However, if you would read the book you read this certain part, maybe you wouldn't even know it's a romantic scene if it's a little bit discreet, but I think that there is a major difference between reading scenes like that Mm -hmm. and then seeing them because also like in Hollywood we all know that they take certain explicit and graphic scenes way too far especially over the last few years that has become way more acceptable and I've seen a lot of people the rating for this movie is PG-13 and I've seen multiple people say that it should definitely be rated R they are really really pushing the standard for Mm PG-13 just the things that we read in some movie reviews I was like oh my goodness I didn't even know it was this bad because there were a lot of things just beyond Mm -hmm. explicit and graphic scenes where there is dialogue that is not glorifying to the Lord. There is a lot of violence in this movie also, lots of assault and Mm -hmm. different things like that, which is sad to see. And I know that that is kind of a reality in our world right now with a lot of human trafficking and different things like that. But I think that in this movie, they put a lot of that stuff in in there. Mm -hmm. And 
it was just very, very obvious. I think that there's just a big difference between reading something and using your imagination to imagine certain things and just automatically your imagination is going to dream up something that is acceptable to you. So Mm -hmm. if you're a Christian and you're trying to glorify the Lord with your thoughts, you have learned to take your thoughts captive and turn them so that they are glorifying to the Lord, then there's a big difference with Mm -hmm. reading and watching the movies Mm -hmm. and watching the way that Hollywood would interpret a romantic relationship versus how you would look at it if you were just reading the book. Correct. I think that we need to be cautious in our reading as well. Yes, I think you, you agree with me on that. I know you do. But we need to be careful, I think, especially as women in getting sucked into that romance novel mm. kind of mm-hmm. world. Those are books that I have chosen not to read because I think that I, I see in people that, that do read those kind of books, uh, especially if you read multiple series and, mm-hmm. you know, many, many of those books, it can stir up the sense of dissatisfaction Mm -hmm. in you with your own relationships. You know, for older women who are married, I think it can cause us to look at our husbands and say, why doesn't he do this? Or why doesn't he bring me flowers? Why doesn't he bring me breakfast in bed like these Mm -hmm. guys in the books do? And uh, well, those guys in the books are not real life people. They don't have real life children. They don't have real life activities that they're running to. They Mm -hmm. don't have financial strain that you're trying to deal with together. And while you may have had a really solid relationship, I think some of those Mm -hmm. books and ideas can be damaging to those relationships. I I would take that even further to say that it makes us long for something that is not for us right now. You know, Mm -hmm. like it may be in the future. It may be one day. um, God may have a perfect man for you, a godly man for you. Mm -hmm. And that's great. But the thing is that he's not in your life right now. And so we have to be pure and holy and we have to honor him in that way of guarding our hearts and minds so that we can be pure in our relationship to him as well and not have these unrealistic expectations for, oh my goodness, if he doesn't, you know, do this on our first date, if he doesn't say this, if he, whatever, then he's going to be a terrible guy and I can't date him, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you may miss out on so much that God has for you because he is the man that God has for you. Mm -hmm. So I would just say that for single girls, we really have to be careful about those things because I have a discipled girl after girl who comes and is like, oh my goodness, I saw this movie and it was just, you know, I cried through the whole thing. And if my guy isn't like this and he's not tall, dark and handsome and has, you know, all this, then I don't want him, you know, like I just don't. And it's, it's very unrealistic. It's Mm -hmm. just like, It's okay to dream. It's okay to, you know, have certain things that you would like to have in a man. But to go so far as to say that if he's not the man in the movie, basically, Mm -hmm. then I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that is very harmful and hurtful to not only single girls, but also single guys who you may one day date and have a relationship with. It can be very harmful. Right. Yeah, and I think that our world is constantly trying to use things such as relationships to bring us away from the Lord. And just as we were talking about this and as we were talking about how this is apparently a Christian book and then in turn we kind of view it as a Christian movie, it's just very, very confusing, honestly, that Mm -hmm. this would be labeled as a Christian movie and that Christians would try and justify Mm -hmm. their viewing of these movies because we have had people who have done that 
not uh, justify the scenes that are in there that are very, very over the top. And not just this movie, but yes, many, many, many movies. Mm-hmm. Many things. And mm-hmm. it's like mom mentioned, you know, we've become desensitized mm-hmm. to that sin and it's everywhere now. But there's a verse in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 5 that we were talking about earlier that said, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, right. but are really ravenous wolves. And I think that the world uses things like these movies, like these books. And I'm not saying that Francine Rivers is a false prophet or that she was trying to lead people into sin. But I think that sometimes those things can be taken too far when they are made into movies and different things like that. But I think that that is a very, very good warning that we need to keep in mind when thinking about the entertainment industry and the different movies that we want to watch. Because Mm -hmm. like I said, Hollywood has gone way, way, way too far with some of these things recently. And it has become normal in our world, unfortunately. But I think that if Christians would take the time and put the effort into researching things like these movies, Mm -hmm. like Redeeming Love, then I think that that would kind of make the world check itself a little bit too and say, Mm -hmm. okay, we're not going to be able to trick these weak Christians over here into watching these movies anymore because they have taken that research process seriously. And they're going to read that plugged in review and say, wow, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. explicit content and a lot of violence and a lot of things like that. So I think that that's just something that as Christians, we really need to start doing more of. And, you know, we've talked about that a lot on the podcast about researching (laughs) a lot of different things because Mm -hmm. as Christians, we have just become way too trusting and we believe that the world always has good intentions when in reality, they are trying to put these things into our minds Mm -hmm. so that we don't have godly relationships, so that our world is not ultimately pleasing to the Lord. And Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, we can never reach a status of perfection because of sin in our fallen world, but we can definitely try and be as good as we possibly can by researching things like this and Mm -hmm. by putting effort into glorifying God. Right. It's also important to note here that Hollywood and these movie directors and all these different things are against, and I won't say all because not all of them are, Mm. but most are against biblical marriage, biblical sexuality, Mm -hmm. strong men and strong women and fulfilling their roles that God has intended them to fulfill. And so why wouldn't they put that in movies? Why wouldn't they put that in a book? Like, of course they are. I think I said this in our latest blog post, um, even if you don't feel brave, I said, we can't just expect non-believers to act like they know Jesus. They can't. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these movie directors and actors and people who are involved in the entertainment industry are not saved. And so you can't expect them to be like Jesus. But Mm -hmm. if you do know Jesus, then you better expect yourself to know what movies you should be watching and what books you should be reading. Mm -hmm. Now, what would you say to the folks out there who say that we're being very prudish, that there (laughs) is sex in the Bible, and that we would be way too self-righteous to say that we can never read about it talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know, have it come up in our day-to-day lives. Yeah, well, I think that, first of all, like, yes, there is sex in the Bible, you know, we all know that, and there is sinful mentioning of sexual relationships and different things like that, but the Bible is not explicit when it comes to those things. It doesn't go into detail, it doesn't, you know, tell you every single little thing that happened leading up to it, 
mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. It doesn't make you fantasize yes. over different things. And it also talks about the consequences of sinful sexual relationships. Right. And so in this movie, I know that it's about redemption and the main characters coming back together and different things like that. But in Hosea, we do not have a bunch of explicit sex scenes yeah. where you know every single little thing that happens and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I just think that that is a very petty comparison because Mm -hmm. it's not even close. Like, they're not even in the same league necessarily because all scripture is God-breathed. We know that the Lord wants us to be pure when it comes to that area of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so the Bible itself, the Lord's word itself that tells us to be pure in those relationships is not going to compromise our integrity and is not going to make us feel discontent. And it's not going to make us fantasize about certain things like Lily mentioned. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the director of the movie. Mom, you recognized who it was and other movies and TV shows he had produced. So let's talk a little bit about that because like Maddie said, I think you mentioned it earlier that because the book is viewed as a Christian book, Mm -hmm. a lot of Christians are thinking that the movie is a Christian movie because it's based on the book. When in reality, it couldn't be farther from that. So I think that we need to talk about the director and just a couple of the shows he has also produced that it doesn't have things that many people would look at and be like, oh yeah, those are Christian. Those are great movies. Right. Yeah. I didn't recognize his name right off, but as we were doing our research, Mm -hmm. I... You're right. I should. I that. looked up who is the director, and yeah. then I looked up what else has he directed, and he's directed quite prolifically, mm-hmm. actually. And uh, n- you know, none of those things that I saw yeah. that he directed were Christian in in any stretch of the imagination. Some action type films, some TV shows, which were from my uh, pre-salvation <laughs> days, that I can tell you are mm-hmm. not anything that I would watch now and Mm -hmm. definitely not something that I would want my family to watch. So again, just that that research piece can tell you quite a bit of the things that you need to know before Mm -hmm. you head out to the theater or pull something up on Netflix or whatever. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap up this episode. Any uh, last thoughts or anything you all wanted to mention? Just maybe not even specifically about the book or the movie, but just just little reminders and things that Christians need to take into account when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to things that become popular. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I think that our family, one of the things that we try to do is if anything becomes popular, you just really have this Holy Spirit sense within you when you see covers on these movies and you you see the titles and you see things that come out. And usually, guys, if it's popular, I mean, usually we won't go see it um, just because it's probably not the best thing. And a lot of people, because it's so popular, just again, like we said earlier, flock to see it. And then they just kind of are like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. You know, um, it's not that big of a deal. Maybe it wasn't the best thing to watch. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you were talking about the conviction. Do you want to share that? Like how just kind of we brush away the conviction um, and that kind of thing because we think it's no big deal. Yeah, well, I think that does come down to our ignorance when it comes to the world's intentions and sin. Honestly, I mean, we've had lots of friends who have justified this movie, said it was a great movie because it's about Hosea, because it's about scripture, you know, whatever. But I don't know. We've just blurred the lines so much between what is good and what is bad. And we 
are just constantly in this gray area where, mm-hmm. well, I mean, what it was based off of is good, so the movie right. must be good. Yes. Like, no. Yes. <laughs> no, that's not how we've, it works. We've seen that, too, with, like, a lot of the self-help yeah. yes. books and industry. If if there is a line yeah. about prayer or a line about, you know, scripture says this. We went to uh, church on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then it can be sold in a Christian bookstore mm-hmm. and we're all buying it up. And mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. mind blowing how much we accept. Well, it's been mind blowing to me how much the world is able to manipulate Christians and our minds and the things that we will give into. Like yeah. there's just so much out there, you know, books, TV shows, movies, beyond that, just our lifestyle choices, the things we choose to partake in, like It's just crazy to me how the world has been able to manipulate Christians so much. And it comes down to we're weak in Mm -hmm. the church. And I know that sounds harsh, but we are. That's a fact. And I wish it wasn't. But, you know, we don't research the movies like we should. And we don't research books like we should. And if you start a book that has something, you know, we were talking about this. I've started books before that Mm -hmm. have sounded good. And there's nothing in the description that would lead you to believe that there's going to be anything sinful in it or any sort of Mm -hmm. explicit content or anything. And then you start it, you get like halfway through and the language starts to increase or there are explicit scenes or different things like that. And then you quit reading the book, Mm -hmm. but we act like that's so hard and like it's so difficult to make sacrifices like that. But that is what has destroyed our world, Mm -hmm. honestly, because Mm -hmm. we haven't been willing to make sacrifices Mm -hmm. like that. Right. I think it really boils down, as you were talking, Maddie, to the original method of operation of Satan Mm -hmm. with humans. And that is, did God really say? Yeah. Did God really tell you to focus on what is pure and holy and right and excellent? Mm -hmm. Did he really say if you so much as think in your mind a thought of lust, you've committed adultery. Mm -hmm. Did he really say, if your eyes cause you to sin, to pluck them out? He did say those things, but because we're not in the word, Mm -hmm. because we're not strong in biblical knowledge, Mm -hmm. Satan continues to be able to manipulate us with the way that he's started it from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. he's not changed his method. Yeah. It's always that, did God really say? So you've got to be strong in your biblical knowledge. Yeah, and I was reminded while you guys were talking about the episode that we recorded, I believe the title was The Problem with Going Along to Get Along or Mm -hmm. something along those lines. I may not be exactly correct. But in that episode, we talked about how weak the church is and just how we think that We'll just go along with Hollywood's, you know, romantic thoughts, how they view marriage and how they view sex and all these different things. And we just think, well, we don't want to cause a huge ruckus. So Mm -hmm. we'll just, if you don't want to go see the movie, don't go see the movie. If you want to go see the movie, go see the movie. And I know this is going to be bold, but I, I really pray and hope that after you listen to these things, after you do your research, not just listen to this episode, but you go and looked at Plugged In's review and all that stuff that you will go, yeah, you know what? That's not right. That's sin. Mm-hmm. That's our prayer because I don't know how you can look at these things as a Christian. And usually Maddie and I try to be like, okay, guys, this is our opinion and, and we truly don't want to bash anybody, but I think this is sin. Yeah. And I think we need to call it out when we see it rather than just saying, okay, we'll go along and we'll get along. I think that's, again, like Maddie said, the reason that we're in the predicament that we are in today, especially in the church. And because the church is weak, 
our world is weak, our government mm-hmm. is weak, Hollywood can get away with all these different scenes that should not be in movies. Well, we always say, like, as Christians, we need to make radical decisions and radical lifestyle changes. This is where that stuff starts. It's not like, you know, we start a war because we don't believe in something, but this is where that kind of thing starts. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't give them your $75 to take your whole entire family to go see a movie with a lot of left-wing agenda indoctrination and like i i know that sounds <laughs> like here. <laughs> but all of you are making faces but i'm serious like yeah, this is no, where that true. stuff starts it's mm-hmm. not you go out in the street with signs and you're screaming mm-hmm. or anything i mean you know protest is good peaceful protest is good but this is where those things start you don't give them all your money to go and see redeeming love I think that if you would look at the review that we read and stuff, once I read that, I was like, oh my goodness gracious. Like, I didn't even think it was that bad because they lay out some of the different scenes. So I think that we shouldn't go into these things blind. That's the main point that we're trying to make. We hope this episode encouraged you and challenged you to do some of the things that we talked about and to really take into consideration the different things that our world is trying to put out there and get us to watch and read and listen to. We're going to wrap up in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day, and I thank you that we were able to just sit down and have this conversation. Thank you that mom was able to come on with us and that we were just able to talk about our very real and raw thoughts on some of the different things that are going on in our world today. I know this was kind of a controversial topic, but we know that sometimes you call us to discuss the controversial things and challenge people to hold themselves to a higher standard. So I pray that you would just help us as Christians to do our research and to glorify you in every that we watch or that we read or that we listen to and that you would just guide us in those things because we know that there are a lot of things in our world that are not glorifying to you and I pray that we wouldn't try and justify some of the things that our world does but that we would be bold and that we would say that we are not going to go and watch movies such as Redeeming Love because they don't glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, we want to wrap up with uh, two blog posts that I just wanted to mention here that kind of takes this discussion further. Obviously, we talked about redeeming love, talking about the entertainment industry and all these different things, Mm -hmm. but let's continue this conversation and talk about biblical marriage and dating and what relationships truly should be like, because they can be romantic. They can be all these good and great things that God intended them to be. The first blog post title is He's in the Waiting. Again, you can search this on our blog. We have it in the description of every single podcast episode as well. And then the second title is For Eternity Together. So I would recommend you guys check out those two posts. Go like and comment. Let us know your thoughts. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We will be back next Monday with another podcast episode. Bye, guys. (laughs) 